0: welcome to the martech
1: podcast today we're going to discuss early stage marketing tricks joining us is lee mills who is the co-founder and ceo of Pixley, which is the easiest way to snap tag share and collaborate on project photos in real time from anywhere pixly enables customers to document projects with photos that provide a clear view of issues and progress while all photos are viewed in real time where they can be tagged and assigned to specific members most of what Pixly has used is in the construction industry, but it's applicable in other places as well. And today, Lee and I are going to talk about some of the things that he's learned along his illustrious career, including influencer marketing for early stage companies. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Lee Mills, the co-founder and CEO of Pixly. Lee, welcome to the Martech podcast.
2: Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
1: Excited to chat with you. It's always good to talk to somebody else who is focused on the early-stage companies and and some of the growth strategies for early-stage companies. I turned 40 in 2020. I'm going to be 41 relatively soon, probably around the time of this piece of content being published. And I feel like uh, I'm an old guy for early stage companies now. All the kids are the ones that are starting the companies. And, you know, most of us guys that are 40 and above end up working for the growth stage companies, working for the man or, you know, just creating podcasts, I guess. (laughs) We're probably in the same age bracket here and you're still working on early stage companies. Tell me a little bit about some of the tricks that you learned along the way.
2: Well, I think. Gage is just a number. I might have a few years on you, but I'm young at heart and I pride myself on being data driven and really creative. I got into startups in the later 90s, way before Google. Like I actually beta tested Google AdWords before it was launched for Intuit TurboTax. But I love startups because you got to do whatever it takes to show growth and show revenue and show users and show traction and prove out models. And there's no hiding. Like everything, it's all hands on deck. Get it done.
1: I love working in early stage companies because you get to figure things out. You get to build. I'm a creator. I'm a builder. It's just inherent to my skill set. And I feel like I got better at it as I got older, But on the flip side, I just didn't want to work for companies that had a cap table driven by venture capitalists that were pushing young kids to stay up all night and work to try to protect their dollar. That balance didn't work for me. So I came up with other entrepreneurial ventures and ended up working in basically the influencer space as a content creator. You've had some experience in influencer marketing. So let's talk a little bit about that. Tell me about how influencer marketing works for early-stage companies.
2: Well, when you're an early-stage company and you're not a well-known, recognized brand that people talk about in their home office, you got to do things that get creative to get your name out there. So influencer marketing is really a way to work with influencers that have an audience and get them to leverage that audience by introducing your product in one way or one fashion or another. And by doing so, you basically get like instant validation or accreditation for having a valuable service or product. So most recently, one of my influencer programs was with a guy in construction tech. His name's Rob McKinney. He's known as a construction tech app guru because construction is one of the slowest industries to adopt technology, but they want to, they want to have change. So this guy was going around to different groups around the country called the Association of General Contractors. And he was doing a roadshow. And his roadshow was a top 10 field apps for construction. So basically, I pitched him on including the company I was working for at that time called Raken, to be part of his list. It was top 10. He agreed to do that. And he took it upon himself to say that Raken was the number one daily reporting app, which we instantly branded ourselves as that from that day on and forever, which has become true based on users and revenue since then. But basically, influencer marketing is working with influencers showing them the value of the product or the service or the equipment or the platform you provide in in a way that they understand it, they get it, and they want to share it with their audience that helps them continue to be an influencer and innovative in their own audience's eyes.
1: What's interesting to me, and you're a great example of this, is I feel like most people hear influencers and they instantly think Kardashian. They think somebody with millions and millions of followers, universally known. I think influencers has become synonymous with celebrity. And that's not necessarily the case. There are industry specific influencers, like the one that you mentioned in the construction industry. So, talk to me about when you're at an early stage company how do you find the right influencers? How do you contact them? And what does the business relationship look like when you're trying to get them to start hawking your product or service?
2: There's a couple of things. One is I'm also familiar with the Kardashian influencer model. I know some people that are influencers and more on the B2C side and make a very good living by introducing products to their audience, which is fantastic. On the B2B side or on the business side or specifically on the construction tech side, The way I found these guys is, and there's more than one, there's other industry-specific podcasts for construction or architecture or engineering or marketing, obviously, and there's podcasts and there's blogs and there's influencers for pretty much any industry or any vertical that's out there. So the way you find them is, one, I think they're speaking at industry conferences or events. They're tweeting about specific hashtags that are specific to that industry, like construction tech, construction startup, for that example and they have a following. So I look for them on Twitter. I look for them on Instagram. I look for them at industry events and where they're speaking and their blog content. So if they're good influencers and they're pushing out good content, you're probably going to find them on the first few pages of Google.
1: You know, there's a couple of different tools for finding influencers that I've discovered recently. One is SparkToro. We actually just signed up for a paid membership of SparkToro. Rand Fishkin, who's been a guest on our podcast, obviously a marketing influencer from his time working with Moz. And it's a great way to find who is talking about your industry and also who your consumers are following. I'm sure that there are other tools. There are some of the SEO tools, the rushes of the world that can help you try to figure out what are some specific queries and hashtags that you can follow. But first off, you're just kind of doing general research, looking at social media and trying to figure out who has a big following. Now, there's a balance here. I mentioned the Kardashians before. If I were in a B2C fashion healthcare brand... I can go to the Kardashians and say I want to reach all sorts of different people, or I could pick off a bunch of what are called micro-influencers, people that have influence, but to a smaller audience. How do you decide between going with the biggest, baddest influencer on the block and a collection of smaller influencers?
2: Mostly it's about budget. I couldn't tell you what it would cost off the top of my head for a Kardashian to do a post, but I know it's got to be in the six figures or more. Other B two C influencers or general influencers, I know for a fact are around 10 grand a post. That's a lot of money to an early stage startup that has little to no budget. And is angel or bootstrap funded, which is really where my core expertise is, is in that arena and building programs myself and then scaling and raising money, building teams around them to really grow. So in the particular example I'm talking about, it's really about helping them continue to be influencers by giving them new ideas and content it, there could be small retainers or sponsorship fees or really fancy dinners with really expensive steaks and bottles of wine, but it's not just simply writing big checks because small startups typically don't have that type of marketing budget for influencers. And influencer marketing can also be more brand recognition more so than direct response. And for an early stage startup, I'm trying to show app installs, users, account expansion, growth, revenue more so than impressions and likes and follows.
1: So when you're balancing what the budget should be, in theory, maybe you spend your whole budget on one macro influencer, you find a couple smaller influencers. Obviously, you're looking at how big the audience is. There's also the notion of what engagement Do you find that more targeted micro-influencers tend to perform better than somebody that has a larger reach? Do you get more bang for your buck working with, well, I'm call them the little guys as opposed to somebody that just can provide basically a frequency of one to hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people?
2: In my experience, yes, for a couple of reasons. One is they might have a smaller audience, but it might be a more loyal audience And there's also less of the influencer marketing or sponsorship type content going on. So what is mentioned and might resonate and stick more. So I have had some success like out of the gate, we had Pixie mentioned on a blog post with several other industry tools. And I got within a week, I got 10 beautiful organic leads out of it. A few weeks later, I was on an industry podcast. And within a week, I got a couple more great leads out of it. Now, if I was on a much, much bigger one, and I was one of maybe 10 or 15 companies that were mentioned in that episode, I would imagine, I mean, it all depends on the math, right? So I'm thinking about the tracking on that right now, audience size by sponsorship reach or frequency and recency. But in my experience, I think the micro-influencers have more bang for the buck and more overall influence, at least for my industry and what I'm working on right now with Pixley.
1: So then it comes down to what's the execution. If working with micro-influencers is a more effective strategy for an earlier stage company, you find them, you negotiate some sort of a relationship. How do you actually figure out what converts? How do you run the campaign? Talk to me a little bit about the execution component.
2: Usually it's coordinating on content and a specific article or a specific blog post or a specific topic that we want to address. And then there's usually two or three revisions on that. Sometimes it's just done and it's perfect right out of the gate as a startup, but sometimes done is better than perfect when you're trying to get stuff literally done. But it's usually a combined approach of content creation for articles and blogs, which would be retreated or reposted through their organic and social channels, LinkedIn, obviously, Twitter, Facebook, and anything else, Pinterest, if it's more consumer focused, but it's really a collaboration. You know, you see big companies talk about employees and and startups because it's so small and nimble and everything's got to work together in unison to get the job done. I really see people as part of the team. So I see people as team members, not as employees. And I would see influencers as an extension of that team. And I treat them as such. They're like miniature rock stars. You know, what do you want in your green room?
1: A bowl full of, what is it, brown M&Ms or green M&Ms? I <laughs> forgot what the the request was. But a bowl of single colored M&Ms. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and green tea.
1: Something to soothe the throat.
2: Yeah, I think it's really collaborating. Ultimately, it's collaborating on presenting the information, the value prop in a way that makes sense for me as the advertiser or the marketer or the business owner, but also is going to resonate and make sense to their audience and not sound like a paid marketing piece, right? Because that'll turn audiences off. So it's gotta be in tune with the business, the business metrics, but also what's gonna resonate with their audience.
1: Yeah, at the end of the day, what you're looking for is a seamless integration and something that, even if it is seen as a paid advertisement, something that isn't seen purely as an ad, and it's really up to the influencer to find a way to create value for their audience in a way that highlights and promotes your brand. It's one of the things that we've worked a lot on with the MarTech podcast. And honestly, something that we probably can continue to improve on finding ways to work our sponsors into the content of the show in a way that provides value. Some of the times about describing their products or services, building the awareness, making sure that our audience is aware of something that can be useful or helpful to them. And other times it's helping bring content and kind of co-produce the overall show. There's lots of different ways to work with influencers, but it is one of those channels mostly when you're working at a small company that can help you really build credibility, which is one of the key things that you need to figure out when you're just starting your company. So that wraps up this episode of the Martech podcast. Thanks to Lee Mills, co-founder and CEO of Pixly for joining us. In part 2 of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Lee and I are going to continue the conversation talking about some growth hacking toolkits. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Lee, you can click on the link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Lee Mills, L-E-E-M-I-L-L-S, or you can visit his company's website, which is pixly.ai, P-I-X-L-Y dot